Updating. I gotta have like a 40 ounce. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, you specified. Hey, what's going on? This is the Heyman Man Podcast. This is episode 136. This is Dave. This is Ben. Ben, uh, I got a bunch of stuff to talk about, as do you. However, um, there's a couple of voicemails. There's a couple. Eric Todd has a question. Um, so I'm going to it to you. Yeah, I'm going to throw it to you. What do you want to do? Do you want to pick one of our topics first and then you know mix in some Eric Todd, mix in some other voicemail questions? Um, why don't we get to... Th- the evening last evening's festivities and then we'll then we'll tackle right. some housekeeping all right because it's fresh yeah it is fresh so it was my 40th birthday yes. surprise party yes surprise birthday party <laughs> there's one thing i said the one thing dave likes it's parties and surprises <laughs> lots of people and lots of people and but the best part was <laughs> so anyway my my wife uh and her friends and her sister uh planned this event or helped decorate and everything and so my wife had to come up with some reason to get me to a place I would never go. And so I was fighting. You know, I feel like a, well, I shouldn't say I feel like a, and I'm not, I don't feel like more of a dick it's than a I great usually party. do. Really but cool. it's like, you know, she's asking me to go somewhere that I don't, she knows I'm going to say no to. And so also last night was Bernard Hopkins' last fight. So I'd been telling her for like two weeks, like, Whatever we do, we're marking off the calendar on Saturday, <laughs> and so I and I, I don't know that she's got this party planned for months. You know, and, and I'm they like, want to stay home hey, listen, that night. This guy, he's 51. He's gonna end his career this night. It's gonna be a glorious event. Like I'm not doing anything that night. And as time gets closer, I'm like, you know, she had mentioned something like, hey, you know, maybe we should do something that day. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, I told you about the Hopkins fight. Plus, I've been watching the news. It's supposed to be a terrible storm. So, I mean, really. It's just best if we stay home. Yeah. And she's just not having it. She's like, well, we could go somewhere that has the fight on, you know, maybe on the TV. I was like, we're like BW3. I mean, where are we going to go that has a fight? (laughs) So um, she finally convinces me to uh, go out. I'm supposed to meet with uh, a buddy of mine and his wife and just do like an intimate thing for my wife's birthday. That's what she, that was the the lie she told because her birthday was on Tuesday. My birthday starts on the 29th. To do something that's not even for your... You well, know, I it's and not I about you. Oh, I was already bitching and moaning because I took her out for her birthday on Tuesday. Right, right. And I, I went to I, to uh, <laughs> Cafe Borgia in Munster. Okay, yeah. and uh, I dropped uh, a, a hefty penny on Dying that. And I'm like, listen, it. we already we already did your birthday thing. Yeah. I mean, how much more money are we spending? I mean, I love you and everything, but I mean, come on. Yeah, for, and so the whole for time, adults, you guys do a lot of evenings out for one's birthday. Well, well the funny thing is, is so who knows. God, thank God I don't. How much she dropped on my party, but I'm bitching about the money I spent on her party. <laughs> right, right. And in her mind, she's dry. She's in the passenger seat, probably thinking, "Really? Yeah." yeah so you're worried about dinner, and yeah. I'm planning this entire. Th- yeah, <laughs> right. for sure, for sure. Yeah, you spent a, you spent a couple hundred on dinner, and I who? <laughs> and again, I I don't even want to speculate on what she spent because I got like you said the thing about. Not, on not my surprises end, or whatever. When I walk in there, I see everybody, you know, everybody yells surprise and everybody's cheers and me and everything. And I'm thinking right off the bat, man, I know I'm paying for all these people to drink. And, I'm, and right away I'm going, I probably go to cut pared down this list. I could have pared it down a little bit. <laughs> and so Just based on the on people that were drinking that had to go right for the, uh, you know, the expensive the show. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. I, I didn't think of it at the time, but like in retrospect, I should have been like, like, oh, it's Dave's event. Let me buy you a beer. Come on, I haven't seen you forever. Dave would want you to have a shot. Dave would want you to have a shot well, and just start it was like filling eight, it up. It was like 8.30. You know, I got there at 8. About 8.30, my brother-in-law had come up, and he says, uh, he was like, man, I drink like five beers. Like, who's, am I supposed to, you know, where, where, where do I pay? 
Yeah. And, and my wife's like, God, oh, it's it's on us. Don't worry about it. I, I have it covered. And, and he goes, Yeah, I, I've had like five beers and no one's. Yeah, but even, he I don't asked know that where... question each time, each time more enthusiastically. <laughs> right. Each time, well, like, Hey, I still haven't paid for any of these beers. She's like, Yeah, the party started at eight thirty or eight o'clock. It's eight thirty, and you're five in. You, you're at a ten. You need to be down at like a four. Yeah. Let's just say <laughs> you're pretty sure you weren't paying for them the way you've been knocking them <laughs> yeah, down. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. I saw the car you drove up in. You knew. Yeah. Someone else was. This yeah. was on someone else's dime. I pr- I proudly uh I proudly went to the bar to get my beers. So I wasn't sure, and I was like, I'm not getting caught up in this web of deceit. Nah, I'm going to the bar. I just yeah. Well, I, it's, it's funny because I looked around and it was like one of those murder mysteries where all of a sudden you start remembering things <laughs> and you you start putting things together. And I'm looking in slow motion. I see people laughing, like ha ha ha. And I look at they're tipping my beer right. into their mouth. And I'm like, How is this my birthday? I just don't get this. <laughs> right. So <laughs> right. All that aside awesome decorations so it was a cigar yeah. themed 40th birthday not the lordy lordy look who's 40 over birthday. the hill lordy lordy yeah. uh so what they did they took twix bars and they put cigar wrappers with it you know f- uh 40 you know the the number 40 yeah. on it and they, they put them really the, cool they went out and got cigar boxes from a couple of the cigar places around here they so when you flip it open it looks like a cigars but they were actually twix bars yeah yeah and then my uh, sister-in-law my wife made um a bourbon um, cupcakes. Now, did some of them look like they were half, like half smoked? Because the end of them had like little crystals, sugary things. Yeah, yeah. Some of them looked like ashes. Like, yeah, like yeah. yeah, like you had exactly. Yeah, like you had smoked half of it and put it out. Right. It was really, really, really awesome looking. Yeah, super creative. My wife has, has a cricket machine and went crazy. So, yeah. like every decoration she handmade, like uh, you know, on her on her cricket machine. What's which a cricket is, machine? Uh, it's it's you you know like a water jet is. Hmm, like for going. engineering, like where you you would like um, like a CNC machine where you would computerly you in, you put in the coordinates and it cuts out like oh, okay. with water or whatever like in, oh. a, in a mill. Oh yeah, but or, the, or the, like they do with vinyl lettering. How, yeah, like uh, like, like the, uh, the old. Um, this is the same. Those thing. old printers used to work that way as well, right? So it has like a knife that go. You put mm-hmm. the design in there, you make the design, and then it goes around and it cuts mm-hmm. out the design or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she has been doing this uh, when I wasn't, you know, when I've been gone, when you know, and usually I'm not so. I'm usually right on the couch, so I don't know how she got she yeah. got it done, but she did. Savvy, yeah, so, it was pretty cool. It's pretty awesome. Your your mom came, your mom came up to me, and she was like, uh, "She's oh, where's your wife?" You know, she's asking about my wife, and my wife didn't feel good. She stayed at home. She felt crappy all day, um, and she's like, "Oh, I, I wanted to meet her," and I said, you know, so I said, "Yeah, that would have been cool. It would be nice if you could meet her. That'd be that'd be good. I would introduce you." And then uh, she goes, "Cause I just wanted to see," and I thought she's gonna say like. Like who she is, and she goes, "I want to see." And there's like like a dot dot dot, a verbal dot 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 in here. And she goes, "Bum titties." She goes, "I wanted to see some bum titties." She goes, "I wanted to see." There's a pregnant pause, and she go, and then she looked. I think she looked at Steve or one of the other people at the table, and she goes, "Who would marry this guy? Who would live with him?" And I was like, "Oh, oh, yeah, it was fantastic." I know where I get it from. I said, "Listen, you uh, you may meet the dream crusher one day, and I wish she was here, but but it wasn't it wasn't to be last night." The other part of it is good party. I think I'm, I don't know what time they actually had us leave that actual banquet room, but um, I didn't get out of there till after two o'clock. Like they were flipping what? the lights on and off. And Are you serious? You know, I'm, you know, I'm not about that life for sure. Whoa. Like I was, I, and I, I was having like it, it, it was like six people at the end that were just sort of like blotto? got out. No, what? No, you can't I, be at a party you know that me. long. Yeah, but I, mean, I just no, I just drafted. Like I just I drank when I got there, and then I was just like, I'm it's done. A lot of socializing without getting drunk. You know, it is. But at some level, I, like there was a storm supposedly happening, and I was like, yeah. "Well, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna." So, it's funny because I think awesome. a lot of people have this idea, like, "Oh, when it's your 40th birthday, you have all these other people that are going out of their way to make sure that you're going to be annihilated. Like, you're just you're gonna we're gonna be carrying you in, man. They it's, do that. Be, it's like 21 all over. I don't know, but the people they should do that at 42 because it's double 21, right? Wouldn't that like your 42nd? Maybe. Like, hey, you've done this twice. Let's like get arrested. I've just ne- I've never done that. I've never had that. No, no, I've never had it to where like somebody I've always I'm always the one ending up driving. I'm always the one that ends up having to be the responsible one. Yeah, I wish so. I could say me, too. <laughs> you never you never done the Kennedy crawl. No, oh, no, that's where, and, you, that's where you go to Hessville and you start all the way. And I guess I guess you would start at uh, what is that? Keith and wh- whoever. I don't know. That. I don't go to Hessville. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you can start not. by like by like uh, by flicks or mm-hmm. wherever all the way to the north side, like damn near East Chicago. And you just if they say if you get a beer at every bar. Through Hessville, like by the time you get to the railroad tracks by 169, you've got rabies. You're, you're, yeah, yeah, at least rabies. Are you kidding me? You got off easy. So that you know that 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 part of the night was like, 
it was it was funny because one of uh, one of my buddies, his wife and my wife are friends, and he goes, uh, "I'll be honest with you, my wife's not ready to leave, and she's probably going to shut this place down, which means you're not going anywhere either. So oh. just like strap in, you know. So it is what it is. You know? Nice. So you feel? But like- I was up. No, I was up at uh, six thirty this morning. Jesus, okay. totally fine, no issue. You got to let it go once in a while. You got to. I don't want you know to. I mean, though. like reckless abandon. You know, once you, in a how while. Many, how many times have you come over and you're like, dude, I, I just, I feel like shit, or I, you know, I, I just, that's, yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, well, it's like it's like the great Mitch Hedberg said. They go, they go. He likes. He's like, I like drinking wine. They go, yeah, it doesn't give you a hangover. And he goes, yeah, eventually. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But the but the beginning and the middle part are amazing. One of my buddies actually brought me a bottle of J. Roger, uh sparkling. Yeah, I heard about sp- it. Sparkling wine. Oh, I'm sure. Heard all about it. <laughs> yeah. right. That used to be a Friday and Saturday night. No. That's what he said. Yeah. 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 So, hey, I like you know to what? See you slam I, some of it. I, I, it's funny that you you find somebody. You know, people will bring you these nice, crazy bottles. I got a lot of bourbon. I'm sure people spent a lot of money. A lot of them were really, really like top shelf stuff. And he probably spent $4, but that's something that's specific but to our relationship. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And he was like trying to coax me into drinking. I'm like, well, I'm already paying for all this other beer, so I'm just, I'm going to drink this. I'll keep that J. He was saying, once it gets open, it's going to get live in here. <laughs> right. That's what he's saying. Right. So do you, do you feel forty? Do you feel older? No, do you feel like it's the exact same. Or did you feel? I, fe- I you felt feel forty since I felt like yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, I figured. I uh, I'm not quite there yet, but I am falling apart. I don't know if I told you. Yeah, I got I got something. I did tell you. Well, you usually tell me. No, I used to tell you how much I hate my stupid okay. body. No, today I'm saying like, uh, something happened to my knee. I don't know. What, I have like these weird like. Like bird legs, <clears throat> like you know, if you stand, you know, at attention and lock your legs. Most people's legs are pretty much straight when they lock them. Mine are even more so, almost like double jointed. They they go, they go back a little bit. Mm. Well, because of that, because of the combination of that and running a lot, something happened to like the back of my knee. It's this weird thing. I don't know what it is. I got all jacked up, right? So I'm I'm already not forty yet, but I'm going. Ah, I hope my knee don't give out. You know what I mean? Which is awful to ever say. So what I did was I went to. I went to the the Hammond Civic Center. I said, I'm a, I, I, I can't run on this thing. I got to chill out. So I'm going to try swimming, like a non-contact thing. And it was, it, it didn't feel bad at the time, but then in retrospect, it may be a low point in my life. I'm sitting there swimming, just trying to work this thing out a little bit. And there's a super old guy, because that's all the only people that go mm. there. Like, it's, you got to be 80. It's like the library. Yeah, it's like, it's like um, what's what's that movie, like Cocoon? Yeah. It's like that. It's like Cocoon and Wilford then me. Wilford Brimley. Yeah, it's just, it's just those guys. It's the guy from the Quaker Oats mm. and then me. Let's do the next aisle over, or next lane over. And I'm swimming, and he's talk. you know, like, take a break, and he's talking. He's going, oh, that's the best exercise you can do, swimming. out. Oh, it's so good for you. He keeps talking after a while. I, I let on that, well, I'm doing this because I got something wrong with my knee. Next thing you know, like, next thing you know, I'm I'm used to, like, I swam in high school. So I'm used to, like, like you go hard, like, swim a mile, two miles. And when I run, I, I it's not that I'm that hardcore, but I, I, I tried. None of it is ever, like, for a therapeutic. Right. Like, oh, you're going to get that knee back in shape. Mm. It's always just, like, to try to go hard. This guy's like, well, you know what's good for a knee? Like, like we got common ground now. He's like, well, I'm 80. My body's giving out. You know what, uh... Oh, since we both have old, decrepit bodies, let me tell you what to do. And he starts going, look, you walk forward and then and then walk real fast backwards in the pool. And it's, and it's good for your knee. With your eyes closed. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, let's go in the steam room and I'll show you. I'll show you how to do a seat. I'll what work you, that thing out. What you're going to want to do is sit Indian style and don't <laughs> say anything. All right? You, yeah. I'll work that thing out. My knee? Uh-huh. That too? Right. What knee? Right. So... Uh, so like to, I didn't want to go like yeah whatever old man so I was like all right I'll try it I start walking and then I feel like this weird like oh man maybe this is good for it maybe this is like a good tightness then he says you know what else is good like like go side to side like like the NFL players do before they warm up they kind of yeah. do like a lateral so I'm like all right I guess I'll try that too so next thing you know you didn't think to ask him like what his profession was no 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 I no I don't ever ask about anybody so I'm going lateral next thing you know. I look around, and it's just me and all the other old people from Cocoon, and half of us, like, I, when I go in there, I looked like uh, uh, a stud amongst old people, because I'm actually swimming, mm. and they're all, like, with, like, water Waiting floaties and weights, and next thing you know, I'm doing it, too, and I just look around, and I'm, like, doing the same exercises as 80s people, these 80-year-old people, and I just go, this is, this is, this, this is bad, like, I was doing it to be nice, next thing you know, I go, hey, that, that's pretty good, 
I'm like, you know, you, you got any more tips for me? Like, I'm trying to soak this guy for information. And it was just everybody needs a Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, but it was it, it was just a, it was just a a low point because if you it's like okay, people my age are going to CrossFit and they're going, oh man, like I'm doing I did all these muscle ups, you know, like like and then I picture them looking at me. And I'm in the Hammond Civic, Hammond Civic Center, waiting side to side, working on my knee. It was enough to make me want to drown myself in that old pool. You know what I mean? It's like no, I can understand enough old sure. people pee in that pool. If if one middle aged guy dies in it, how much worse is it really going to be? Like. Good point. As far as for PR. Good point. I bet you if I died in that pool, the membership wouldn't move one. <laughs> well, it would move one person. I'm assuming they experience a lot of death over there. Just with yeah. the old people, attrition-wise. How's life taking forever? <laughs> and here's the other thing, too. I'm so cheap that instead of going to the doctor to have it looked at. You're just going to go back to that guy? For, you have a business <laughs> card? I'm going to go back. I know you come here like on Fridays at 4.30 in the morning because that's what you guys do. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to just find. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have to go in there for a schwitz and then just bring it up like, uh, like just just casually. Hey, hey, remember we remember we talked about my knee? Oh yeah, and I'm like, can, can, can you get down here and take a look at this? So no, we have to do a, a yearly physical for work. So I'm just gonna wait until that, right. and then ask that doctor rather than schedule twice and go twice and pay twice. So I'm walking around sense. on a stupid like done that before. I'm walking around on a stupid uh, hyperextended pigeon. Maybe I got a cyst on my knee, but I'm like, listen. That's poor stock, dude. That's poor stock, point. dude. That's poor stock. I'll wait until my I'll wait until my free checkup to ask about my cancer. You know, uh, this I think third this past Thursday. So obviously you've seen everybody online. I wouldn't have known about it. I saw one commercial. I think we talked about it. Um, that Rogue One came out, the new Star Wars yeah. movie. And I tried to be too cool for school, like I didn't care, and I don't 100 percent care. But now I've seen a few pictures. I really want to see it. Bad. Really, I really want to see it. Bad. Well, I had made a point earlier uh, today. Where I was, I was, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, I really don't know. I guess if, in my opinion, if you if you haven't read the books, there's a lot more to the lore and the storyline than, than mm. what happens in the movies. Mm. So my thing is like, ultimately, what what are we even fighting for here? Have we ever really found out the political leanings all together? Like, does the Empire have one specific thought, or do they have do they have different stances on different? political ideas oh it can't like where it comes to this or comes to that like hey yeah are they far right on this are they far left on that or they where are they at so i think it's sort of unfair to come into the story right from what we see and it's like we just know we're supposed to hate this guy because he's he looks ominous we go the rebels are the good guys right but some might think hey we had everything going smoothly you guys are screwing this up with your rebellion Right, rebellion in itself is not a good thing, right? I mean, well, I just feel like maybe okay. So there's a scene in um, Empire where uh, Lando, basically Darth Vader and crew come to Cloud City, and they tell Lando like, "Hey, we're gonna leave you alone, but you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna bring us the rest of these these rebels." You got a lot of nerves showing your face around. <laughs> so here. my thing is this: he ba- Darth Vader turns to him in like a man to man conversation. He's not doing the, ch- the the neck choke or anything like that. He's like, mm-hmm. "Listen, we made a deal." If you want me to hold up my end of the bargain, which was to leave you guys alone, you can do what I asked you to do. Period. Mm-hmm. It seems like he was going to do that. It seems fairly a man of his word. Like, hey, we're going to go back and do our thing, our empire thing. Cloud City is going to be Cloud City. No, no, no harm, no foul. You're going to have to give up a couple friends, but you ain't even seen this guy in a Taxes long time. Taxes may go up slightly, may go down. I don't know. Yeah. Nobody knows how the economy is going to go. <laughs> but ultimately, I thought to myself, which side would I be fighting on? Well, I don't know. Well, I can tell you that oftentimes. Um, the best decisions are made with cold reasoning. You put too much emotion into it, we're not going to make the best decisions. And and who who has more cold reasoning than someone who's basically dead inside, like Vader? But he's not though, because well, he was until the Jedi, and you realize he wasn't. You know. But no, no, no. You real- shell well, of a man. Wasn't you he? realize even in in Empire when he's like talking to Luke, and he's like, yeah, he's trying to tell him, hey, come be bad. But at the same time. He could have just killed him right then and there if he really wasn't. It was completely emotionless. Well, he said, come to the dark side, not come be bad. You know, I mean, when, yeah, right. when, when you break that down, it's like, hey, look, they call this yeah, the dark they side. They call the dark side. I'm not necessarily He's calling like, it, but that's what you know it call as. Call it by any name. It doesn't have to be dark side. It could be, call it side A and side B. Uh, side B, we can rule the world. Side A, you and your, you and your junky friends can ride around in your scrap heaps uh, trying to beat 12 parsecs on the Kessel Spice run. If, 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 if Luke would have said to Darth Vader, 
like you know he's hanging off that thing and and Darth's, you know I'm your dad whatever favorite scene if of he all says of them. if he says to him like wait what favorite scene of all of them when he goes no you're my dad and he goes look inside you you know it to be true huh shit you're right I do know it to be true <laughs> okay, help me okay. up real quick let's go let's take a minute let's digest this let's figure out where we're at he goes Darth you've given me a lot to think about <laughs> let me. Can I have can I have a little bit of time? Like, wouldn't you just more... listen, you just dropped an emotional bomb? Right. I I didn't know you were my father. Did you know this whole time? You know what I mean? Like, I I hate search to... your feelings. Right. It's like I hate to go. Yes, I'll leave my friends right away. But you're bringing up a lot of good right. points. So how about this? Uh, I'm gonna go get my arm because it fell down there. Uh, <laughs> I have your number already. I will think about this right. and then. Well, to, I, to be I, honest, who knows where I'm going to go? I'm thinking that even Darth Vader himself may soften up if he goes, listen, I'm not saying I'm fully committed at this point, <laughs> but I'm listening to what you have to say. Right. And, and I have a couple of dudes that are with me. They're going to need amnesty. Can I? Can we do something with them? They're not Jedis. I don't hate all the rebellion right. ideas. Some of them aren't that bad. There are a lot of douchebags. There are a lot of douchebags There's in, no in the wiggle, Empire. There's Let, no wiggle room on the Ewoks. They got to go. <laughs> They a lot gotta of, go. A lot of these people got to go. Let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Let's be honest. Jawas, we keep. Ewoks are gone. Fair? You know what I mean? Like, this like, I would, I'd sign right then and there if they said that. I just feel like, like, you made a great point when it's like, well, they call it the dark side. I'm not necessarily calling it the dark side. That's sort of what's been, yeah. you know, that's the popular terminology. Oh, the mainstream media is we calling just call it, it the, the side. dark side. Yeah. Somebody else, somebody else at, uh, at, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, somebody else over at Huff Poe. Yeah, they called it the dark. Oh, let side. me guess. I, CNN thinks it's the dark side. Right, Shocking. Right. right. Shocking. Oh, Rachel Maddow. Rachel. Oh, she called it the dark side. Wow. Somebody said it sometime, someplace, and now all of a sudden, every time oh, we talk okay. about it, it went from being the yeah. side. Now it's the dark. You side. You retweeted Whatever. a couple things that said dark side. All of a sudden, like it caught fire. <laughs> right. Oh my god. Hashtag not my side. Are they really doing something? That's so awful. And I think you said to me, you go, well, yeah, basically like world domination. Yeah. But when they do, so, so you look at all these other places, like I know the cantina is like an, an outlaw sort of place, but anywhere else in Star Wars. Okay. Uncle Owen, Aunt Peru, they're minding their own business. Nobody's messing with them. Yeah. They're under the, the reign of the empire. Yeah. They let them. They let them be them. They're growing moisture yeah. on a farm. They Everyone are, wants moisture. They, has their life changed at all? Let's be honest. Has their life changed at all? I mean, look, all all one can want is to farm a little bit of moisture and go to Chachi's and get some power converters on the weekends. That's shoot a couple of womp rats. Yeah, and maybe if they want, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. If if you're willing to work hard, maybe you have two moisture farms. Maybe you start hiring people. Maybe now you become the man. All of a sudden, you're the empire. Right? I just look and I go, you know, a lot of people would say, well, here's the thing. You know, you don't know. The, you, if you get with me, I'll square you away. Uh, I was having a conversation today on Twitter, and I, um, my whole thing, not to be disrespectful, but it's like, let's just not and say we did, because I can't waste any more intellectual property on this. I just can't. I'm looking at it straight bare bones i can't tell who's right and who's wrong it seems like the rebels are wasting a lot of time and a lot of energy maybe luke could have been a diplomat and and, and struck some sort of peace he was in a position to move a lot of pieces around there's no question i feel like he was still very young very green in his diplomacy very green right me yeah he's a straight bitch let's be honest he's very i mean yeah so you probably and again, man. If you don't know who your dad is, and all of a sudden a guy in a I don't know how tall he is, but a gigantic cloak with a cape on and a weird mask that's breathing all heavy, yeah, tells you he's your father after he's chopped your hand off. Like you said, it's a lot of unpack- and that's a bad. There's a lot of unpacking to do. That's a bad time to tell someone that, right? Right. Maybe before you chop their hand off, then say it. I'm just feel- and maybe he'll think differently about you because he'll have two hands. I also feel like if you've decided. So we're in agreement. When Luke lets go, right, and he falls, yeah, he's pretty much like, "Fuck it, I'm out. Like I'm just, dying right just, now. I'm just yeah. gonna fight. like it's just not worth it." Sick. And then somehow, Sick. although he's moving at mock speed down this whole gravity list, I never got that either. I he guess goes into vacuum? a little like a water slide. Did you say vacuum. I just thought it was a, a complete pit of 
It, well, obviously not. Because no, I mean, he lands why would he fall nice into that hole instead of just keep going? For but it. the hole is tiny compared to how giant the the shaft is originally. You know, right. When you, so what <laughs> brings you to that hole other than like a vacuum? I never thought about it, but that makes sense. Otherwise, you just keep going straight down, like your toy vacuum. And it didn't look very. Um, it didn't look very like uh, slippery. Like when right. he's first going down, I'm like, oh. You know, they got to lube those trash. Uh, you know what? He's a lot happier than just splattering on the ground. Isn't way he? better. Way better option for sure. So my thing is, is he doesn't know that's what's going to be down there. He's assuming I'm dead. I'm just going to kill myself. He's like, I'd point. rather fall from this than join you. I think that's a bitch move. Well, that's Well, that says a lot about how strongly he feels about the side. So maybe there's a lot going on. But he didn't really know about it, right? Because he was pretty much like, hey, this Jedi thing, I've heard about it. I'm not sure if it's real true. It's sort of. Folklore, whatever. He just he meets up got with these other people. It. Yeah, he doesn't know just shit. Just got into it. So for you to say, Yoda like, was Yoda was cryptic. <laughs> like, so it's not like he got it spelled out for him on Dagobah. <laughs> the whole thing's crazy, and that's why I'm saying if you read the people that read the books and the people that have those hardback things, coffee table books that show yeah. the dimensions of wings of different X yeah. wings and Y wings, yeah. and the people that are know, aware of their midi chlorine levels. Yeah. I, I mean, what? I, I, don't I don't disparage what anyone, whatever they're into. I'm just saying for me. I may put a little comment here and there. I, I can't get into the full tilt conversation on my it. Brother I, mean, Nate, I don't have the... <laughs> my brother Nate's got a really funny story about... Uh, I don't know. It was like when he's bringing one of his sons to the pediatrician or something. They went for like their, their yearly checkup. and Or maybe it was like right away. I don't know. Anyways, they're about his kid. And uh, he tells the doctor, hey, while, while we're here, can you check his midichlorian levels? Which is like something in, in the blood that tells you how strong your Jedi right. force is. Right. I'm sure... That's basically what it is. Don't correct me. Uh, uh, and the guy, he said the the doctor looked. He thought the doctor was just gonna either laugh or not know what he's talking about. He said the doctor like sets the. I'm screwing the story up, but the doctor like sets the clipboard down and like wheels over to him. He's like, "Are you serious?" And it was like like a pause. He goes, "What do you mean?" He goes, "Are you, are you for real? You want to get into this? Hold on. How many lightsabers do you have?" And started like. Like I guess this guy was like a suit. This doctor was an extreme Star Wars dude. I think they smelled their own. Yeah, exactly. It was like when someone like from Hessville goes like, "Hey, like, can I bum a smoke?" And I go, "What?" What's Arkansas Avenue? Get out of California. I was so close. Uh, but yeah, he said the guy basically was like, whoa, if you're going to make a Star Wars joke, like, are you for real? It's almost like, uh, gosh, I'm, tr- I'm, I'm trying to think of like a, a, a equivalent. It's almost like when like when hipsters are at like they go to hipsters, go to beer geeks or something. And he's like, oh, this tastes like a porter, but it could be a stout. And some guy goes, well, really? Why? How smoky is it? You know what I mean? It's almost like that. But that's awesome. I'll call your bluff. But to come full circle. uh it is always assumed that the Empire is bad. And other than, I guess they're killing off Jedis. We know that. Right. Right. Uh, but, and again, I don't know enough, but maybe their plan was to kill off all those, start anew, and do it the right. correct way. The dark side, as they but, call it. But if you, if you think about, like, you know, historical Japan, you have ninjas who are literally true. That's the real. That's, that's real. Mm-hmm. Samurais, right? They're fighting one another, and and in their own minds, each of them are good, True. fighting on the side of good. It's every war, right? Right. So I guess I didn't need to take it all the way back to feudal Japan, but the whole point is, is that do you think? Obviously, they in this story they paint Darth Vader as knowing we're bad and we're totally cool with yeah. it, right? Maybe if they, I don't know how much play in the political world like the Emperor got. Because he's a bad face to your organization. Right. Like, maybe if he's... And so is Darth Vader, for that matter. Like, maybe if you have, like, a good-looking female or young up-and-coming guy, like, he's the face of the... You know, he's the face of the Imperial Forces. However, um, like, you guys are actually pulling the strings in the background. Well, I had to laugh because there's a scene right... You know, before they they um, they put Han in the carbonite, mm-hmm. they... When Han says, I know. He's, like, leaning forward in that machine, and they're spraying him with, like, I don't know, pepper spray or whatever's in there. Uh-huh. And they're, they're giving it's him pepper the, spray. They're giving right. him the, the pre- the pre-cold. Well, it's OC spray, not just and pepper. It's a multitude of chemicals. Darth Vader is literally standing, like, right next to him. Like, he could smell a fart. They're that close. Yeah. And I'm thinking, if you're Han Solo, are you going, like, dude, crazy and all? That's him. <laughs> that's Darth Vader. You know there's, they've never met before. <laughs> a little starstruck. You know what I mean? A little bit, Because it's yeah. like, that's him. That's yeah. crazy. I'm about, I mean, to get, if you were, I'm about to get frozen. This sucks, but real it's quick. It's like if you were if you were sitting on your keyboard all day long and you're just poking fun, and I know it's happened before, like a professional fighter, like you're talking shit about Mike Tyson, and the next day he's got nothing better to do. He you get a knock up. at your door, and there's Mike Tyson. It's like, I know I'm about to get fucked up. There's no question. That's happening. But sweet. This is pretty cool, though. I got to admit. Han pulls out his iPhone. Real quick, selfie. <laughs> Boom. He's like, I got to snap that or it didn't happen. I have to think that Darth Vader... 
it's not like he, he can't be dealing with every single person that's part of the rebellion, person to person. No. So this is a beside Princess Leia, who we know has seen him earlier in the first movie. No. Right. That's what Grand Moff Tarkin's that, for. <laughs> I mean, what? I don't pay attention to that stuff. I just laugh because also I realize there's a lot of guys on the Death Star who, although should be terrified of Darth Vader, really are pretty disrespectful to him. They have yeah. a lot of lip. And it's or, like, yeah. dude, you know this guy, he could destroy you, right? With just like clenching his fingers together. Yeah, he could smash this whole room with his mind. Uh, the kids in the hall, the crushing your head, smashing <laughs> your crushing face. crushing your head. Uh, so I laugh because these generals or whatever, they're kind of snarky with them. Well, and he like usually there's... takes a lot of shit. He's not, he's not easy to get to DEFCON 5 a lot of times. Like if there's not anything else going on, he's not being pressed by the emperor. He seems like he could be, he could take a little shit. He's like a big dog. Like he doesn't anger quickly. He's just like laying there letting you poke him a little bit. Like, <laughs> right. like in, in New Hope when they're, they're having like that meeting and there's the, I mean, there's a, the scene where the, the guy's like sneering his lip and so he, he's choking him with his mind for a second. Mm-hmm. But everyone else in the room, like, you would think every answer would be like, oh, absolutely, Darth. Yeah, of course. Like we should go to Endor. Pff. Yeah. I, no question. I, I was thinking right after you, I thought the exact same thing. There's sure. guys that are more afraid of a, a, a write-up in my world than than if so, if your boss could murder you, right? Like, you okay, like if you're at a business meeting and and a, for a UFC fight and Conor McGregor's like, like, oh, oh like I, I want to want to do the fight in Australia. Uh, I don't know how he talks. I mean, I'll like do that. Mike, like, <laughs> like a good day, mate. He's <laughs> like, we'll do the fight. I don't know what, what is he Scottish. I don't care I'm how he sure, talks. Yeah. But the point is, he's gonna go like. Uh, you know, a fool can fight you. A fool can fight you. So he, he's he's Irish. There you go. So say so he's like, I want to want to want to do the fight in in Miami. Everyone at that table is going to go like, Miami's a great yeah. idea. Like, yeah, let's do it in Miami. <laughs> but like, if Darth Vader said it, they'd be like, well, I don't know. Think about it all yeah, down for a we're second. getting on it. Okay, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to take you at least another three or four hours. Easy, Darth. You're Lay your, off. An, your antiquated <laughs> powers. Which, by the way, how antiquated are they? He just killed a guy like a minute ago. And he's, you know what I mean? It's like you and your old forces. He can kill you with his face. You had to laugh because he's like, uh, Darth Vader will come in the room. And he's like, where are we on this? And like I said, they're 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 quick to the snark, <laughs> right? And it, it like you said, it, the answer should literally be, we're on top of it. It'll be done momentarily. Don't give him excuses. Even if you know it's not, done. it's not gonna be done, don't give him excuses. Yeah, no, I agree. You're better off to kill yourself later when he's not there than to have him choke you out in front of everybody. I right? also feel like, for sure, I also feel like. You know that pretty woman scene. You know how like sometimes um, they'll make like like Deadpool for example. Darth pulls his hand out from the little <laughs> box and goes, and he snaps it. Like in the scene <laughs> in, De- in Deadpool where he's making his costume, he's coming up with a bunch of different ideas. Like sometimes in these superhero movies, the origin, oh, yeah. the origin ones, mm-hmm. they'll show you how the character actually got because. Everybody's going like, how did Spider-Man get a suit like that? Like, okay, great. I understand when he's got spider powers, but now he's got this cool suit. He sews. We're supposed to believe he not only is he a he's got all these great spider powers, but he also he's he can knit, crochet and with amazing material. (laughs) Yeah. When he fought bone saw, he just showed up. Right. Yeah. Well, he's wearing sweatpants. So uh, my question is, how many attempts did they have to come up with for Darth Vader's outfit before they settled on the one they got because it's it's actually kind of it's actually kind of <laughs> lame but i'm thinking in that pretty woman well, a lot thing, of is parts there, needed the, is to the be emperor there. just with his arms crossed shaking his he come darth comes out and you know a couple different ones he's like no it's not gonna happen there's no. one guy that goes look i know you don't need it but every great warlord has a cape and he's like no capes <laughs> No capes. Listen, listen. I know you're not a cape guy. I'm not either. It's just certain things that are expected of a Sith Lord. Let me show you. Boba Fett was in here. He's got this weird, I don't even know what it is, like a rocket jetpack thing on his back. We could fit you in one of those. That's sort of the new thing that's happening right now. Do you think he needed an old dented helmet? No, he did it because it looks cool. Right. Everyone knows that. He actually got it distressed. He asked for it to be distressed. He's got a rocket. Why would he need a cape? He doesn't. You don't either. But the point is... There's certain things that, there's certain boxes it, that need to be it, checked it, for intimidation. It commands, there you go. That's what it yeah. comes down to, is just the intimidation. No, he earned a little gold there. rope. And you, maybe you'll get one too. Don't, I mean, who knows? You, yeah, you got the, isn't there a little tiny... Uh, I meant the one around Boba Fett's arm. Oh, okay. He's got like a, like a braided okay. gold, kind of like, a, like a marine looking thing. No, Darth Vader has like a like a chain. But he and he's he, like he's like like he's like the king's uh, the king's hand in Game of Thrones. Well, I was looking at Darth Vader's belt. And he's got a couple of green lit up lights, and I'm thinking, does he ever get you know like where you work? There's always shit breaks down, and you're like hitting it, tapping it. Does he ever get up in the morning and he's like, God damn it, is it the light that burned out on this thing, or is it actually not working? His correctly? voice is like all high pitch one day. <laughs> yeah. He's like, it's like when he's doing no, the he's, breathing. He's like, he, hold on. 
Oh, he's, got the, he's, he's got better. the auto tune like uh, uh, <laughs> T Pain, <laughs> and everyone's just looking at him. He can't hear it right. <laughs> the, he's like, you know, these Star Wars. The people force right is now. strong. <laughs> the, the, the force is okay. All right, there we go. There we go. The force is strong. Very good. Oh, oh my god. So that's about the best Star Wars review I can do. I'm, that's what I think. See, the thing is, when I watch something like Star Wars, I'm just like, come on, man. You know, this is I can't look at it for anything. I can't do the enjoyment thing anymore. I did when I was a kid. Not anymore. I just no, can't. No, I can't. No, no. I like tell my kid, I'm like, hey, they got that's that's models that they're flying there. There's you know, oh, they're a fishing you're line. Doing that to them. You mean well, for the it's old obvious ones? because, dude, on, on a 4K television for the it old looks ones. So yeah, it looks it's garbage. I tried it's watching. So I tried garbage. watching a little bit on an ultra, and it's 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 rough. It's rough, and it, it's not. I mean, of course, it looks so seventies, but it's like it looks. Plus, once you know that James Earl Jones, like when you get old enough to realize who James Earl Jones is, like as a kid, you just mm-hmm. hear Darth Vader's voice. Yeah. When you realize James Earl Jones is who he is, and you're like, I that guy is not intimidating. No. So when he's telling people to do stuff or whatnot, I don't know. I think right past the mask, and I'm like. You know that's James Earl Jones inside there, expect, but he's white. But he's got James Earl. Expect I don't Darth know. Vader just be like Simba. <laughs> Start doing Lion King. Lines. I wonder if they made all of this belongs to you. If they made a Star Wars now, if they were to have made those Star Wars movies right now in today's society, would Darth Vader be more like The Rock? Would he be a, a dude the size of you know? Oh, dude, everybody would be way jacked. Everybody would be super <laughs> sleeveless. Yes, yeah, everybody would be way jacked. And if you thought Princess Leia's bikini in Return of the Jedi was something, that would no, that would be nothing. I mean, the day in the in the in the era of Kardashians, yeah, no, every stormtrooper would ha- like have their. Well, they're doing it now, right? So that doesn't what I guess. It, I was gonna say like every stormtrooper would have cleavage, but no, because they're making it now and they don't. But do they have? Do they have different? They but have, but is fresh idea. Um, there can be right because they're all made off of. It's a don't ask, don't tell thing. Okay, like you just put the helmet on and. Because I was it. under the impression, again, and this is where people are going to be con- or, or look at me like I'm an idiot. No, it's true. I thought it's true. Django Fett, right? Or they all the clones were made. No, Django's off of, a cowboy movie. Were all made off of him. <clears throat> That's what we were meant to believe. He um, was like the the archetype for all the. I think in like the clone stuff, those are the sack of the, clones. So did they change up? Because there's a black dude in this last one. Yeah. Yeah, so all I'm, stormtroopers were supposed the story. to be, so they're not all clones. I don't know. And how I that... prefer I prefer to not in, put that clone stuff in because I'm just like I don't get like. Yeah, I'm not saying like it's a bad idea. Just I didn't watch it enough times for it to be ingrained in my DNA. So I go, I guess there's clones. Like if you say that, that's fine. I never understood that whole idea because I get, I think the eighty well especially in the eighties like ninja movies all kind of there's always like a clone lab at the end where like, I don't ever like they go and pull involved. it. You know, everybody's like floating in some sort of goo. And it's like, hey, we're about to make this entire army, and uh, they just cut the cord. The closest I, I get to, to liking clones is uh, like like the Matrix when people are they're using people as batteries. I'm like, all right, I can dig that, but that's uh, not like it's just a spin on yeah. I like that's that not too. clones. I'm just no, saying like right. that's the sci-fi as I get and go like I still follow you. I'm not like and then multiplicity with Michael <laughs> Keaton because that dude's great. Let's move off Star Wars. Like uh, again, we have all those other things to get to. Um, Let's do so, voicemails. All right. So the first one, let you want Air Todd first? Do you want uh, Dan? Uh, Dan has a question, or do you want a the worst Christmas ever? Let's go holiday. I mean, we haven't done any Christmas okay. stuff. All right, this we is never do a listener who's sending in a uh, voicemail, and uh, I titled the worst Christmas ever. So you'll hear what. Hey, my man, podcast. I want to take it down a notch, and uh, I actually have a sad Christmas story I want to share with you that involves Ben. <laughs> I can't remember how long ago it was, but I want to say it was like in the late 80s or the early 90s. We had a a big family get-together, and our mutual uncle, who I'm not going to name, bought presents for each set of cousins. Now, this is the same uncle who didn't have any boys of his own, but he would interact with the nephews by, I don't know, he always seemed like when you walk by him, he'd Uh he'd grab you and try and pull (laughs) off like whatever the popular WWF movie of the day was on there. I mean, even as a kid, you always wanted to ask him if he realized that the Boston Crab or a heart punch was actually performed by a trained athlete and really shouldn't be done to a kid. But anyway, this particular year, Ben and his brothers uh, opened their present from him, and they got a copy of, I want to say it was 10-yard fight for NES. It might have been John Elway, but I think it was 10-yard fight. And it was like, man, this is what an awesome present. They're going to have so much fun with that. And we were thinking we would get something similar, so we're waiting for ours. <laughs> 
uh, they were super excited and, uh, and we, we were too. But then when we got our present, uh, it was not the same. Uh, our uncle gave us a plastic Kmart sack that was full of those little plastic football helmet replicas. You know, the one that you pay a quarter for a piece. And this, this, there's probably 30 of them in there. It's all of them in this plastic bag. And then he explains the gift by telling us that he had been trying for a month or so to get a, uh, a replica helmet from the Colts. And these were all the leftovers. These were all the other teams that he didn't want, and he gave them to us as a present. So in other words, our Christmas present that year was a whole sack of his failures. Bottom line is, worst gift ever, worst Christmas ever. Thanks for listening. Wow. What's the deal with that, man? You care to... <laughs> Do you remember this the same way, dude? I, my God, my cousins are such good storytellers, man. That's my that was my cousin Josh. Uh, he didn't live real close, but kind of close. Uh, yeah, I mean, I he he told the story. He told the story just fine. I I the parts I could clarify was I don't believe uh, we ever had John Elway football. I know we did have ten yard fight. And when I say we, I mean Nathan because I didn't have a Nintendo. My older brother did. I think I've told the story before. The only time. So your uncle bought all three of you a gift for one of your. Guys' video system. It had to be that way because Nathan was the only one with a Nintendo and he bought it with his money, I believe. Uh, and so, if I wanted... Here's the thing. I never got to play Nathan's Nintendo. I just I just got to watch him play. And the deal was, I can watch him play. And playing wasn't on the table. That wasn't an option. It's, I get to... But it was the only one on the block until Blackland's got one. But I would get to watch him play if, when he died, he got to punch me. And so I went... Yeah, I'll, where do I sign? I'll take that deal. So when he would play Ghosts and Goblins and die every five seconds, and he would slug me, and I would have bruised arms, and I would go, oh, this is the best game ever. Uh, so I remember he had 10-yard fight. I remember him getting it early on. I, don't, I didn't remember that we got it from my uncle. I, didn't, I, don't remember, I don't remember this occasion, but I believe it, and it sounds exactly like something he would do. I remember that same uncle would always go, hey, I have a Nintendo. I want to show you guys this game. And then he would sh- we we would sit down and be like, oh this game's so cool like I'll show you, but then we would never get the controller. It was just like hey check out what I can do. Like do you guys want to see this new game? We go yeah cool and wait for our turn. It wouldn't come. He would just go like that game was sweet right. And then we'd go do something else. We're like oh, so like my uncle or my brother never let me play. Um, the, f- <laughs> the the worst part about that story is that uh, well to be fair I don't think they had a Nintendo so at the time I don't they did it later. Because we played Road Rash, but uh, but the the fact that he basically was like, "Hey, this is all the times I tried to get what I wanted." Okay, but I look at it like this: ten yard fight at the time is probably thirty five bucks. He probably yeah, spent and today's money that's probably sixty dollars in quarters at the wheel trying to get the Colts helmet. Mm-hmm. So their gift was probably valued at more. He actually put more money into their gift. Yeah, well, but you but the resale. <laughs> Was nothing, you know what I mean? That's Just, that's the problem. Once you get a video game and you plug it in, it's like driving a car off a lot. It's, it's, Instantly devalued. Yeah, yeah those helmets yeah. are good forever. That's they, the, those helmets are worth exactly what they're worth the minute you get them. Exactly. Forever. Well, it's like they when, hold their value at nothing. It's like when you as you go to Dairy Queen and you get the Sundays in the baseball the helmet. helmet. <laughs> yeah, I used to have all of the. I had the whole the, all the MLB teams um, in, in a cup, and it was like, but. They're worth so little that they serve food in them. Like that's, you know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right. It's not like you don't go. There's nothing else that you go like. I'll put food in this, and I can also sell it separately. But obviously, there are people out there who are like, I've got to collect them all, which keeps you coming there got and to. keeps you. Yeah, got so. you. Um, that's awesome. That's such a, that's, <laughs> that's such a good start. I like the the you know it's a hashtag sack of failures. It's just great. Um, what was the worst gift you ever got for the holidays? Man, but now since you guys, since you brought, you get eight gifts. Is it eight days? Yeah, that's right. Okay, so do they increase in 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 momentum? Do you get a great gift for one? I guess I don't know that there's a, a rule on that, but my family would since you know there's three of us every year, it would it would rotate who would get the big expensive present. So one year I would get something oh. that was like where my parents went all out, then my sister, my brother. So, so you're looking forward to it all year knowing, but but like not that much because you still, know. But still, I mean, you still get nice stuff, but there was like, like for example, I like got one, like person one year gets... I got like a, a, a Strat. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. and so that was like well over, that's for just for one day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I got seven Yeesh. other presents. But that we're all like, you know, you might get long underwear, you might get right, stuff smaller. you need. But does it tend to ramp up or... I know it's not like I, I a like set it. thing. See, here's but... the thing. I get so excited you as a present toward? giver. 
you got to understand on Christmas, all the presents are under the tree, right? So you know all your kids are going to get them all that day. Or all the sack of I Kmart, all the sack of Kmart having, helmets. <laughs> I hate having something so good that I'm giving to somebody and making them wait because I want to get the enjoyment of having them yeah. get it. Yeah. So. I guess technically the best way to do it is save the best for last. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not, it, it never with me it never. Well, because then like day five, six, and seven, it's like, well, there's your long underwear. Well, usually what I do is I'll buy something nice and uh, I'll buy accessories for that thing. So I'll, the, the big present will be the nice okay. thing. So I will lead off with that thing, and then it'll be like like I got my kid a, a video camera last year, my son. And then, like, the next day was, like, a nice carrying case and a nice sturdy tripod oh, okay. and a green screen. And, At you know, what point so... did you give him the football helmets? Was that his, that's <laughs> his like football. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good. I can't, um, I can't remember a ton of really, um, really bad gifts. I know I got good gifts. I know well, there, was, there was one time when it's, it's funny that you brought up Star Wars because there was a, a time somewhere, like, early high school or something when um, – I got into Star Wars, but I got into those books. I read a couple of them, like a handful of the Jedi, the Mandalorian yeah. armor. Yeah, well, it, I don't, it was there was one called, uh, gosh, it was Heir to the Empire or something like that. And there's there's stuff like that. Well, I got into it, and there's a really cool character. And, and when I'm when you're young and read as poorly as I did. Uh, every book's really great. Like you know, what I mean, like that's, as long as you got through it, that's got to be the best book right. ever because an idiot like me could finish it. So. Uh, I was really into this book. I think it was Heir to the Empire. I had like this guy, um, Grand Admiral Thrawn or something. I'm pretty sure that was his name. And so I was into it. And so I told my parents, or I had like mentioned like, oh, this is great. Like I'm into Star Wars stuff. I like dropped the hint. So then they got me what was called a source book, a Star Wars source book. And and I thought, okay, this is going to be like more more Star Wars books, more stories. Turns out that it's like, um, I guess you can do like D&D with mm-hmm. it, kind of. Yeah. Is that a source book? Does that make sense? A source yeah. book? Is that I mean, you can, what they call them? Uh, I mean, a campaign, like a like a, a small campaign, like a. Well, no, this was like like uh, it went into each character in the book, and it was like this person, this character has like yeah, high, it's like, high defense, and it's like, like, yeah, and it's like, like a player's handbook for for like yeah. any any uh, what do you call it role playing? Yeah, but I never played this stuff, so I remember just going like, "What the hell?" And they probably didn't realize that's what it was either. They're just yeah. like, "Oh, this is a book that describes each character." Well, I thought it would go more in depth, like, "Okay, like I'll learn more about the stuff I just read," which is fine. But it started talking about like, no, it's specific to the game. It obviously. pairs up with this, and then I'm like, "What? <laughs> this is brilliant." You can only use these kind of weapons, and, and it was like one of my like bigger, you know, it was like right. one of the bigger gifts. And I was like, "Oh, this is a cool Star Wars book," and I opened up, and I was like, "What?" No, dude, I don't play D and D. You know, they I just walk very... down the aisle. They go, "Hey, Star Wars!" They knock that into the cart. They're moving right. on down. Yeah, like right. So yeah, there's there, there was. They thought, "Hey, we're paying attention as parents." He likes Star Wars. It says Star Wars on it. I'm sure it's cool. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, I remember in general being a bit like I've told poor stock stories before. Like, I always there's always like a a a, 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 a top layer of sadness on anything that's the like not the name brand. Right. I don't do a lot of name brands, but like I. But I would get, I would get things that were very close to the cool things I wanted. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you get those shoes that look like Nikes, but mm-hmm. not quite Psykes. <laughs> Psykes, yeah. Like I told for like, like not Air Jordan, but two guys jumping for <laughs> right. a rebound, uh, stuff like that. I remember, you know, like not Bum, uh, but like Hobo brand. Like my mom's like Bung. I got equipment. this. I got this from a Bum. So you guys love Bum sweatshirts, right? <laughs> Uh, so not the same. I do remember one time we hit, we did like the grab back and I got my mother-in-law and, uh, you don't know my mother-in-law and she's, she's, she's a nice woman, but very difficult to shop for. <laughs> not like, not the life of the party, not real into, not real into anything. You know what I mean? It's mm. very tough. So I ended up going to like, um, a dick sporting goods or something and getting like, I was like, well, she's always cold all the time. And I'm like, you're going to get this person sporting goods? Yeah, that's one of those stores. And I was like, she always wears like sweaters because she's cold all the time because she doesn't like the cold amongst other things. So Got her some Under Armour. So Yeah, so naturally I got her some thermal socks. No, but I remember getting like a Nike like sweatshirt. Uh, just, it looked warm and cozy, but I was like, look, she's going to hate this. This is stupid, but. Marked it off my list. Whatever. Yeah, is they're gonna I'll also go, take the Steve Eiserman post. It was that or a gift card. And how do you give a person with way more money than you a gift card? It's like, well, let's I piss on this. So I got her the sweatshirt, thinking like this is like a dud, right? Mm. Well, it's like, I'm like eight years later, she's wearing it all the time. But but it turns out 
she really does like just necessity, right? Right. right? She ain't about frills. So it's like, yeah, it's just a gray Nike sweatshirt. I don't care what I wear, so I'm going to wear that gray Nike sweatshirt because it's effective. It's warm. It's effective. Right. It does what it's right. advertised to do. Right. So that's. I thought I was buying an awful gift, and I did, but it's like there's no thought, no personal flair to it, but she's like, I don't need that. I need a nice sweatshirt. Thank you. I'll wear it. <laughs> that's a little odd. You, you know, know what I mean? When I remember being a kid and, and my grandmother's sisters, we used to go up to uh, their house. And so they didn't really have that much of a relationship with us, but they always felt the need. They would always buy us stuff. So like my grandma's sister and they would always buy, there's like maybe like six or seven boys or five boys or whatever. And everyone would always get the same gift. That's why, that way no one would argue. And back then, I mean, we loved it because it was a remote control car, but they had those remote control cars that had the cable attached to them. Oh, like it literally, yes. you had to walk behind it. Like it could only go I like four had. feet yeah. in front of you. Yeah. At least a tank. That way it it's not going fast. It wouldn't leave that day. You bro- you took it out and you played with it. It was broken before you left the the house for that. I mean, because right. you would like you'd be carrying it, dangling it from the cord, or you oh. know, it'd fall down the stairs and it would be. Dude, over. you just gave me a flashback of a remote control tank that I had, and it was it was not a bit. It was like one of the cool, but it was attached to a wire. It wasn't cool. Well, but this I was like eight, so right. it was great. You know what I mean? But it, I remember it was a. Uh, it was attached to a wire, but it went so slow that it didn't matter because you weren't like across the yard, so you were right, and it would turn the turret and fire. It was the coolest thing ever. So yeah, I don't know. Um, no, no, no. Gift is a bad gift. No. Except one time, my brother—he's <laughs> going to be pissed—but my brother gave my dad <laughs> a picture of a frame that said "Number One Dad," but it had my brother's picture in it, like a school picture, like you know, Santa's Secret Shop. Yeah. yeah so yeah. the picture, the frame said "Number One Dad." And I, but he put his own picture, to, yeah. but he, and he put a picture of himself. He's like, "Here is a picture of me for Christmas." Meaning, like, I think you're the number. one I don't know dad. what he thought, but yeah, I, remember, like, I, I think I you're the number one. Him. Dad. I still to this day harass him about it, <laughs> and uh, obviously, well, he came from a good place. Well, because like you can't put a picture of him, because then who's going to put a picture of himself? Well, on his yeah, own like, desk, yeah. right? I think yeah, the thing was in my dad's toolbox for you know twenty five years. <laughs> <laughs> but, right, right, right. Joke was on me. No, no, yeah, no. I I'm like, dude, really. You went all out. You got a picture of yourself. That's what you gave. But right, right, right. In all reality, I mean, we had these Santa secret shops when we were in elementary school. And oh, us too. You, you could get a snow globe. You could get a, a the the biggest piece of shit tie pin. I mean, you would go there with ten bucks and you would buy for your whole family. Yes, I remember going through shopping with a bag like, oh, that's for this person, <laughs> yeah. that's for this. Like, here's a kazoo. Where I bought here's- my dad a socket <laughs> set, and I'm sure he had like eight of them. But it was like, it was like, hey, dad, next time you got a big project. Just know, just know who got you those socks. <laughs> I was like so proud of it, like so proud of it. I don't think they do those anymore. I mean, I know for a fact my kids have never had a Santa secret shop at any of the schools. We used so. to do it at the Little Red Schoolhouse in Hesville, uh-huh. like that old, it's like one of the oldest yeah, in the state or whatever. Uh, they would, I don't know why that place, but they would open it up and like two levels because they think it, it wasn't dedicated to anything, so they would uh, like decorate it as like Santa's house, right? Or like you know they would have no, probably no. Santa there. Uh, no, I don't. No. Think. It was like you just go there. Like I you're, thought they like use that place the where you could go and do the Santa thing. Maybe, maybe yeah, they they may have. I just remember going there and like you said, like like you got eight dollars by everyone. Gifts. I remember and you being, went, okay. Like, I was like struggling. Like I'm like, uh, do I get the pencil sharpener or the big eraser for my sister? Like they which, love which pencils, but <laughs> everyone needs an eraser. Yeah. Do I go with the cool Star Wars pencil or a smencil that smells like uh, you know boysenberry? So no gift is a bad gift, except for I feel like I've said before, like, I'm the easiest person to shop for. I feel like you couldn't buy me enough gifts. It's so easy. I love, I love like so much stuff. You know I, what I mean? I Not just, love, but I'm interested in so many things. Like you could get me a mass DVD, a barbecue set, running shoes, like anything. You know I'm, what I mean? I'm, I, I love getting stuff too, but I feel like you could buy me a jewel. The best thing DVD ever is like, it. for example, you I mean people gave me, you know, brought stuff for my for at my party, but I look at it and I go like, I I just had a great time. So like to me. That well, especially is where at I'm 40. at. It's That's like, where, where I'm trying at now. To get it's like, stuff. I don't really, yeah. You, what are you going to give me? I mean, I could go you buy You spend all your trying to get rid of stuff. But for example, my mom was asking me, she's like, you know, I want to buy you something for, for, uh, for Hanukkah this year. Like, you know, in your birthday. Cause they're right there. Sure. Yeah. And I go, I don't know. She goes, do you want something like a really nice overcoat or, you know, a nice, you know, something completely practical? I go, no, you know what? On Facebook, I saw this, it's called the easy speed bag. You could hang it in your doorway and, uh, it's a speed bag that you can Ooh. mobily put up and take down inside okay. your house. And I said, I saw this infomercial. There's pro boxers using it, and it looks pretty pretty awesome. And she goes, 
you really want that? Are you going to use it? I go, hey, it's like any other piece of exercise equipment. My plan is to use it. I may, I may not. I've also said the kids could probably try it. We can all have fun on it. I say yeah. And I don't want to spend my money on it. Right. So that's what, as far as I'm concerned, the best thing about gift giving is buy me something that you, that I don't I'm not going to buy myself because I yeah, wouldn't buy that for myself. It's a good angle. Like so, it doesn't have to be the gift, best gift. Right. It's be something I'm like I don't know if I want it, but I would like to have it. I'd like to have it, but I can't really reasonably. I don't want the buyer's remorse. Yeah. So she'll be happy that she gave it to me. She's not even going to know what I did with it or what, if I do do anything with it. I mean, if I come out with some, you know, rock hard abs and I'm, mm-hmm. you know, bobbing. You'd be all right with that too. So. Yeah. Well, Carol always says buy someone a a a year long. Like one of those gift of the month thing. That way, everyone's already gotten your gift a long time That's ago. That's a rich people gift, but though, you man. keep getting it, and so they have to. They think about have you. Have you ever every tried month. to do that? Um, no, I because I'm always it's like, not, whoa, it's dude, not that's cheap. Like, it is not cheap. Yeah, it's usually like twenty dollars a month or yeah. for whatever. And it is. I mean, I I bitched about Sirius. It was like twelve bucks a month. I had to opt out, even though I loved Howard. I was like, yeah. I can't. I'm gonna buy you a gift. I don't want to pay for it all year. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. All right, do we have time? For uh, Air, yeah. Do we have time for Air Todd? Yes. Um... Ben, thank you for proving my point. You did an excellent job. Couldn't have done it better myself. You, you flipped on the jeans, flopped on the jeans, flip flopped no. on the jeans, That's false. and then tried convincing us all that you didn't just flip flop on the jeans. Yeah. Speaking of convincing, this week's question is inspired by a couple shows <laughs> I like Shameless and Impractical Jokers. If you're given an ID of the opposite sex, could you convince somebody that that was your old ID that you nipped, tucked, cut, paste, pre, post, op, whatever you did, you did, but that old ID is you and the person standing in front of them is the new you, could you lie well enough and be convincing enough to get that person to agree that that was your old ID? Look, let's address the jeans, all right? Look, we're talking about two different kinds of jeans, okay? We're talking about, like, I'm thinking, like, faded rock star, like the singer from Buck Cherry or, what color or Black Keys. Well, those are black. These are gray. Okay, yeah, they're gray, but every black jeans, like, you got some white in there. Color. Now, what is black with little pieces I, of white? That means gray, right? But I bought these this color. They okay. didn't start out black right. and get to this color. Yeah, well, I was. I'm considering you go. Those aren't blue jeans. They're dark, so they must be black. No. Now you see, you need to clarify. You're talking about like super ultra dyed, thick, the kind black that Garth Brooks would wear. Yeah, but that that came later in the conversation. You didn't start it off like, "Hey, cheesy hillbilly cheese dick black Wrangler jeans." I'm then old. I would have been like, "Yeah, no." I'm talking about pressed. like green jeans except for black. Uh, I don't even said get no. me started on on on. Different yeah, colors, I, but I would have said no. See those? See, I would consider those a black until you go. Well, they're gray, and I go. Well, yeah, I guess they're gray technically. Yeah, well, I, because I'm, you I'm call them blue about... jeans unless they're not blue. If they're not blue, then they're 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 black to me. No, gray. You can have green jeans. Yeah, but how many hues have... are there to jeans? See, this is a lot. What I'm saying is, is I look at these as gray. So now I let's establish anybody this. in jeans. The point is this: yeah, I, I, you're saying dark. <laughs> Ultra dark, cheesy, clean, brand new jeans. Yes, That's I'm a, talking dark, yeah. dark black I'm, jeans. Flip flop. And if, if those are 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 gray, then then yeah, those are fine. Now, if you call those black, then I'm okay with. Black Would you jeans. wear anything darker than this? I, no, I don't. No, I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. All right. I w- the type of jeans. It's it's all about the fit and the cut and the quality of the denim. Now we're talking again. Too. I want to clarify. I also said for females, anything goes. It's fine. So yeah, they're not sure. they're not held to this. I would standard. never kick a female in pastel jeans <laughs> ever, uh, unless she insulted me. Okay, jeans aside, it sounded like a flip flop. Fine. Uh, yes, I could easily convince somebody that I used to be a chick. Are you kidding me? I listened to Lannis Morissette like, like without any of that provocation. So yeah, no problem. Yeah, I don't I don't think I could only because of the fact that uh, this body style doesn't come in. Fe- I mean, it, I guess it does. I'm a little top know. heavy as well. I'm sort of built like a I, turkey. Like all my I, weights up top. So that would might be. A I'd have to see. I don't the, know. Is I'd that... have to see what the female version of me looked like because I, I don't. Even if there was a female version of me, I still think I'd have a hard time convincing someone that the female version of me is female. I just feel like I come into it with enough confidence. It's like, yeah, of course. Like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, I was a chick. Why is that? Is that weird? Is that, is that weird for you? Yeah, uh, I, I think I would come at it a hell of so a lot aggressive. easier way to pull it off than I would. No, this ain't about attitude. This, this is about f- physicality. Yeah, yeah. 
Dude, there's. I'm there's saying no... I would make up for it with my aggressive stance on how much I used to be a chick, <laughs> but uh, uh, I. Well, you, you're a good arguer, and you're you're a good debater, and you're good at mental warfare. But who, who so even, I, I who like, even gets into an argument like that? Like, if you really ever into debates, like, you'd be where, like fine. Oh, listen, I'm telling you right now, I was a chick. This, is, this isn't. There's no bullshit. I feel like you'd be really good at it. Actually, you'd be fine. And it's not. It's not a thing about masculinity. It's about how I know that. It's about how much. I believe how, how dug in you can be. It's like how much I believe this lie. I guess in that uh, in that aspect, I can yeah. I can I can surely dig in. No, There's but no but what he's saying is those. I don't know if he's relying fully on the argumentative aspect of it. More just like if someone looked at you and went, "Come on, no way." Well, I'll tell you this on in, on in, uh, on January seventh when we have our uh, our our event, mm-hmm. um, the uh, Rats at the Rose event. Yes, he on Facebook says he's going to be there. So you look at him. Todd? There's no way you'll be. You, he would not be able to pull this one off. Rob's gonna be there. Yeah, good. Bob, Can't wait to meet Tom. <laughs> well, no, that's good. That's good. Uh, uh as far as oh, here's the thing, I look more like my mom than my dad. So just by that basis alone, I go, yeah. I mean, I look kind of like my mom. She's a girl. So I, lo- the, you know? I guess it was worth the question just to hear how you're gonna rationalize this. Yeah. I'm like, uh, all well, that was the easiest question I ever answered. I was like, well, that's fine. It's no problem. And, I, and I'm not weird about it either. Like, I'm not no, ashamed. It's not at fine. all. It's good. Absolutely. Yeah. Bring all it right. on. You want to hear Dan's you question? You want to talk a little more about the rats? That we should. Yeah. Probably, we should okay. You want to just. Should have made a spot at the beginning of the show. Uh, but January 7th, just to remind people, we are doing Rats at the Rose. It'll be at Wild Rose. Uh, my band is going to play. That's in Griffith, Indiana. Griffith, Indiana, Wild Rose Brewery. It's basically Maine and Colfax. Uh, my band, One Timer, is going to play. Uh, there's going to be another pop punk band called uh, the Fig Beats. We are going to have Harvey Woodlawn, who's who's starting to get a little bit of a groundswell, especially in like the Griffith area, who does short stories and uh, some really cool writings. If you look for him, that same name on YouTube, you'll find it. He records a lot of his stuff with uh, you know just pictures in the background. It's real raw. Just if you grew up in the region or in or in Northwest Indiana. Um, you probably, especially if you, I don't know if you have to be a guy or a girl, it doesn't matter, but you will relate to a lot of his stuff, I think, or or at least appreciate the honesty that he brings. And then Damage in Transit, uh, you can find him on Twitter as well. If uh, I'm really bad about the Twitter names. If you follow who I'm retweeting, you'll see it. You'll see Dave retweets yeah. it. You'll see you'll see him. Um, he takes the street photography, and it's, it's really, really, really cool, raw stuff. And I think people asked him before, like, uh, do people know you're taking these photos? And I butted in. I was like, yeah, of course. I'm sure they're cool. And he's like, no, not not, not so much. I just sort of take them. <laughs> right. So he gets really, really cool raw photography. A lot of it is Hammond, Indiana-based. He's going to have his artwork up there. He may have some for sale. I'll get those details when we know him, but he's going to scatter his stuff everywhere. So it's like a it's like a mini Lollapalooza for the forgotten souls of the region. So, so although we're, we're advertising interactive. it, it's not just like the music, and so we're going to be doing podcast stuff there as well. So, uh, and it was kind of cool the other night at your birthday party because a couple of people I talked to them, they go, "Oh, you're Ben from the show," <laughs> like they knew my my voice right. but hadn't seen me. So um, that would be kind of a cool thing too, like to do some of the actual. We got a few things in the works as far as what we're going to do interactive, but there will be no downtime. It'll be either music, comedy. Um, photography something at all yeah. times so beer there's nobody else that's doing anything like it I can, I can promise you that for sure that's for damn sure yeah or ever again <laughs> no no it'll be good it'll be a good time alright that's episode 136 of the Heyman Man podcast we will see you next week later